Today is the 40th day of Christmas. 33 days since the circumcision of the Lord. He was circumcised on the 8th day, the 1st of January, and then presented in the, in the temple on the 40th day, according to the law of the Lord, which is recorded in the book of Leviticus. Chapter 12, verse 18 says that a woman, when her days of purification are fulfilled, which is 40 days, she is to be taken to the temple after giving birth to a boy. Eight days to the circumcision and then 33 more days until bringing him to the temple. And that's what Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, they do today. And Simeon is there and Anna the prophetess is there who was in the temple day and night for many decades till she was 84, a widow. She had lived with her husband Seven years from the time she was very young and then she stayed in the temple her whole life waiting for the coming of the Lord. And Simeon prophesied as we heard in the gospel from the gospel of St. Luke. Leviticus 12.18 says, When a woman has conceived and gives birth to a boy, she shall be unclean for seven days with the same uncleanness as at her menstrual period. Because the Jews... The, bl- the blood had the life in it. And they had this, this idea with the blood that the blood made you unclean, contact with the blood. On the eighth day, so for seven days, for she, unclean for seven days after giving birth to the boy. On the eighth day, the flesh of the boy's foreskin should, shall be circumcised and then she shall spend 33 days more in becoming purified of her blood. This is the, this is the law of God that Mary and Joseph and Jesus are fulfilling by the 40th day. Eight days, the circumcision, as I said, and 33 days to be purified of her blood. They come into the temple. There's a ritual in the old ritual of the church, which is called the, 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 um, the ch- churching of the woman after childbirth. She would be taken to the church and following this tradition of bringing Mary to the temple. Because in the old days, and I think it was a beautiful tradition, they would baptize the child immediately. They wouldn't wait till the woman felt like going to church. They would leave the woman in the hospital, bring the child, and have the child baptized with the father and the godparents. And then the woman would come later, which makes sense. Because we don't want to leave the child a pagan. The church says you should baptize the child in the first weeks that he's born. So right when the woman is pregnant, she should already be making the arrangements with the, with the church. And when, uh, when the child's born, soon after the child's born, and then, if you want, I, had, I did it for one family. They asked me to do the churching of the mother. And then she came and with the child. And, they, and, and this is the ritual. It's, the ritual says, at the beginning it says, Come into the temple of God. Adore the son of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Adore him who has granted that you should bear a child. This is the old ritual that the greeting to the to the mo- the mother when she comes to the to the church 
imitating the, the, pres- the, the coming to the temple of the Blessed Virgin Mary on this 40th day, the day of the presentation of the Lord. And then there's a, there's a, the priest says a blessing over, here, over, over her. Almighty, everlasting God, who by the childbearing of the Blessed Virgin Mary hast for thy faithful turned the pains of childbearing into joy. Look with kindness on this thy servant who comes rejoicing to thy holy temple to give thanks to thee and grant that after this life she and her child may by the merits and intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary attain to the joys of everlasting life through Christ our Lord. Amen. So the prayer says, it's, a, it's an invocation to God to give the blessings to this woman, that the same blessings that the Virgin Mary had by bringing Christ to the, to the temple. She may be filled with joy with her son and through the merits of the Blessed Virgin Mary attain heaven with her son through Christ. And the Magnificat is prayed in that churching of women. You know the Magnificat. Is the, is the words of Mary praising God. The woman actually says the Magnificat. She reads it. She, she stands in the place of Mary and she, and she praises God for all the wonders that he has done in the world. He lifts up the lowly. He humbles the proud. He gives food to the hungry. Those who are filled, he sends, the, he sends them out hungry. He comes to the help of Israel, his servant. And these are prayers that the church uses in her daily prayer. You know, the priest has to, says the Magnificat every Vespers, every evening, in, his, in the Liturgy of the Hours. And the words of Simeon also, that we have when he, when he prophesied and when he praised God in the temple. Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation. Now I can die in peace. Because God had revealed to him, the Holy Spirit had told him that he would see the Messiah before he would die. And he was waiting. And this is the last prayer. This, the, the this is the canticle that the priests pray at night prayer. Every night. Every priest in the world is required to pray. And every other religious nuns and, and brothers who are required to pray the liturgy of the hours, they have to pray it. Nunc dimitis. It's called. Now you can let me go. You can dismiss me, Lord. Dismiss me now. Because my eyes have seen your salvation, I've seen Jesus, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles. Now the light has come into the world, the light of truth and goodness, which is Jesus Christ. God in the flesh is here. We finally see God. Now, now the purpose of my life is fulfilled. Because your pur- the purpose of your life is to see God. And that's why the priest says it every night before he goes to bed. I saw God today. I can now die in peace. If I die this night, I die in peace. The priest says it very, clear, very truly because he says Mass every day. And he, and he looks God in the face when he looks in the Eucharist. And he eats the body and blood of Christ. He says, now I can die in peace. I've seen the Savior of the world. And he sees many wonders. Anybody who has faith sees the hand of God working in the world. God, Jesus Christ is the light of the world. We have it written on our school. I told you before. Over here on the Penzinger, Penzinger, the corner of Penzinger and Linden Place, the entrance of the school. They have the, the doorway. 
There's a bas-relief figure in concrete of Christ knocking at the door. And he has the light in his hand. He has the lamp. And it says, Lux Mundi, the light of the world. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. And you have to have eyes. Jesus says, blessed are you, you if, if having eyes you see and having ears you hear. He says, they have eyes and they see not. And they have ears and they hear not. But he says, blessed are your eyes for seeing and your ears for hearing. May you, may you see and may you hear. May you see God and hear him. May you look for him and find him. May you listen to him and follow him. These are our sentiments on this day of the presentation. This great the prophecy, remembering the prophecy of, of, of Simeon in the temple. Holding the Lord, holding the light of the world in his hands. And giving testimony to him. This is God. Follow him. Adore him. We all, Jesus Christ, the, pure, the, the presentation of the child Jesus in the temple was the ritual of the purification of the woman. But in the Blessed Virgin Mary, there was no need to purify because she is the immaculate conception. She is the entirely pure one. She never had original sin or any other sin. But she goes to the temple just as Christ goes to the temple to fulfill the law of God. Because the law of God is good. And it applies to all of us. Jesus, Remember Jesus Christ was baptized in the Jordan. And he had no sin. This is analogous. Our lady goes to the temple for the purification of the blood. But her blood is totally pure. She's not purified by the temple. She purifies the temple by the power of God which is in her. By Christ her son the Messiah. Jesus Christ has purified all believers in his sacred blood. And done away with the uncleanness of the woman. And that's perhaps why the church has done away with the churching of the woman. Because it gives this idea that the woman that is unclean, giving birth, the woman is not unclean. by the. We don't believe in those old rituals. But it's a beautiful ritual because we're repeating what the Blessed Virgin Mary did. And we still, it's still optional. You can still do it. Pope Benedict XVI made it very clear that the, the, the pre-1962, the 1962 rituals of the church are all open to every Catholic priest and every Catholic faithful. You can follow those rituals, even in Latin. They're open to us. Those are the holy rituals of the church. And they can't be discarded, he said. So today, on the presentation of the Lord Jesus in the temple, the Messiah, the light of the world, we all join Mary, the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Immaculate One, in the Lord's temple, which is his body and his blood, to give thanks for the birth of God into the world through her, leaving her intact, ever virgin. She was a virgin before, she was a virgin during, she was a virgin after she gave birth. Her virginity was untouched, and, and, her, and her integrity is forever untouched. She is the perfect creature of God. This is the day of the purification of the immaculate, all-ever-pure virgin. We blush with shame for our impurity, considering that her immaculate purity. And we beg the Lord to cleanse our hands and our hearts of our 
dirty thoughts, words, and deeds, our glances and our gestures. We blush, blush with shame for our lust, our anger, our jealousy, our greed, our pride, our gluttony, our debauchery, and our sloth. And we repent. We want to be pure as she is pure. So we can also see the light of the world, which is Christ, and be worthy of him. With our hearts clean, and our hands clean, and our thoughts, and our words, and our deeds clean. And everything we look at, and everything we do, clean. May the purification of the Virgin, may the presentation of the Lord, make us pure.